Hey y'all, welcome to Something's in the Closet podcast season two. Oh my god. It's been a minute. It's been a it's, long time. It's I been forgot five how to do months. a podcast. <laughs> that was way too fucking long for us to go on our hiatus, but we had um we had a lot of stuff happening, I feel. Yeah, mental health not popping off over here. Oh, that never pops off for either of us. However, um, <laughs> I ended up having to switch jobs, kind of. Not like totally. I still work at the same place. I'm still a news producer. However, I am a Monday through Friday morning news producer, which means I live like a vampire, go to work at 11 o'clock at night, and that's made it increasingly difficult to record podcasts. Yes, yes, because recording at 11 p.m. was our thing. Well, and now not you're at work. really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's we recorded hellily. I was like, no, now that I think about it, yeah. Around the time that I would go into work now is when we would usually record. Um, but yeah, however, we've, we've figured things out. We've got some, some ideas for this new season. I have a lot of ideas. I don't know about Wyatt, but I like spent these last five months, even though we weren't really recording, just stockpiling information for everybody. Head empty over here. Um, head I, too full over here. Uh, yeah, I pour some of that <laughs> over here. My head <laughs> has been consumed for the past nine months for the podcast that I was producing for school. I had no room in my mind for hours, which is tragic, but it happens. Yes, it's finally done. It's finally <laughs> done. It's done. Wyatt is on summer vacation now. He still has work though, so he's still gonna be busy. I. I'm still living the adult, not in education life, <laughs> going to work constantly and trying to maintain a healthy work-life balance. It isn't really working out, but you know what? It's fine. I'm here and I'm vibing. You're a vampire. I am. I only really do anything at night. Like you'll know if you or any of my if any of my friends are listening to this and have been wondering why I only text you at like three in the fucking morning in the past few months. That's why, because at three in the morning is when I'm at work and finally awake. <laughs> That's that's a lunch break. That's lunchtime. <laughs> that's my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, if you are new to this podcast because we just started uploading again, um, we do this thing where I give Wyatt two minutes to review a horror movie that he has recently seen because he watches a shit ton because he is a fiend. This is also just a way for me to get some good horror movie um, recommendations. I could just ask <laughs> him, but this is much more fun. <laughs> So, are you ready? Do you have a movie in mind? I I do. Let's go. Okay. Ready? Two minutes. Go. Okay. I'm going to be talking about The Evil Dead Rise. Um, I saw a lot of people going off on Twitter and the TikToks saying how, you know, it was really gory and everyone kept saying the cheese grater scene and I was expecting this movie to be like super disgusting and when i saw the cheese grater i was like oh my god here it comes here's the big scene and i was so disappointed yes okay (laughs) why continue (laughs) i just it didn't live up to the hype which is a thing that kills a lot of horror movies um because people who aren't into horror movies and get scared by every little thing start talking about how great this movie is and how horrifying and da 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 and then I'm like yeah this is average it's, it's whatever 
That's fair um, enough, honestly. Yeah, I I know there's this like popular TikTok audio that I thought was from The Evil Dead Rise, and I didn't hear it in the movie, and I was very disappointed. It's the one where it's like, "Come over here and let me suck your cock, pretty boy." Ew, I have not heard that TikTok. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's like when my girl turns into a zombie, and then it's like, "Come over here, let me suck your cock, pretty boy," and then they start running towards her. Oh, what the fuck? I have now we know what side of TikTok you're on. Jesus Christ. Horror couple TikTok. Anyway, that's it. I don't want to give this movie more than the time that I've given it. Well, see, that's tragic because I actually really wanted to see it. We talked about it when we went to go see Scream 6, which, by the way, Scream 6. Was it Scream 6 or Scream 5? No, Scream 6, right? Yeah, it's the sixth one. one just recently came out while we were on our hiatus and we saw it together and we saw the trailer for Evil Dead Rise and it looked good. See, that's oh chat. So would you rate it? Um, I would rate it like, do I do this out of 10 spooky bitches? I don't yeah, remember. so it's is one it to 10, 10 spooky one to ten spooky bitches. I think our lowest rating has only has only been like three. Uh, I would give it like a four point five spooky bitch. Damn. So tell me why I fought Simon, my boyfriend. These tall cans of spiked lemonade. There's two, both open. I bought these for him like a month ago. They're both open and they're both full. And they're just sitting on his nightstand. He perhaps did not enjoy them. He chugged the first one I got him. Did he forget about them? Is he a drink forgetter? Because I am a drink forgetter too. I don't know. I just find his cups all over the place. He's a drink forgetter. You have a drink. You put it down. You forget about it. And then later on you get another one. (sighs) I think that is um, ADD. All right, we don't need to start diagnosing us, ourselves right here, right now. I've already got too many, too many minuscule diagnoses going on that I've been thinking about, and I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Both me and Simon are fine. Oh my god! Speaking of movies that came out when we were gone, Skinema Rink, Skinema Rink. I was so hyped for it. It looked so cool, and then I finally, finally watched the movie, and you can't see a damn thing. Are you serious? You can't see anything. And I get it. It was an artistic choice. It's supposed to be, you know, like fear of the unknown. You're seeing the POV of a child, whatever. I don't care. I couldn't see. It bothered me. And I kept watching it. Like it was dark? Or like they just weren't showing you? Yes, it was dark. But also like the shot would be like of a corner of a hallway and you hear someone walk by. Oh, okay. I guess. Or it would be like the very top half of a room where you just see the ceiling and the top of the door frame and that's it. And the subjects were like always off camera, except for like a hand, like reaching for a toy. Like they were never on camera and it really bothered me. It bothered me so much. And I know people are like, wow, it's such a great movie. It's, it's such a stylistic artistic. I hate, I hate it. We've talked about this before in this podcast. I, I hate when movies try so hard to be artsy. Let a horror film be a horror film. I agree. I I've said my piece. Back to the basics of horror. <laughs> 
Oh, I almost forgot. I have a surprise for you. Um, satanic gummy bears? No, kind of better, I feel. But okay. satanic gummy bears was already finished. I just never sent it to you. <laughs> you bitch. Anyway, check your phone. I have created a new cover for our podcast. Ooh. Cool. Oh my god, guys. Let me know how you like it. You're staring at it right now. <laughs> so we got the Jersey Devil. We got the Jersey. Where's, uh, excuse me, all of our favorite people? Where's, where is some. the Hat Man? And, and where is the Hodag Monster? You know, I'm, I tried sketching out the Hodag Monster because I feel like he was a cool little Easter egg to include in it. Um, however,. He was really fucking hard to draw, and I gave up. <laughs> well, I think this looks awesome. So we got uh, the Jersey Devil, Mothman, a ghost, an alien, and then the, what are they, Nightcrawlers? Where are they from? The Fresno Nightcrawlers, I believe. That is part of an episode that has been locked in the vault for over a year now, and it's never coming out. Because we thought we had enough information on the Nightcrawler. To talk about it for an hour. Oh, we did not. There's really no information on the Nightcrawler if you decide to Google, like, look into it. There's really just, like, videos and, like, sightings. Nobody really knows what they are. Had close encounters with them. It's just, it's a very, it's it's a baby cryptid, you know? There's not much lore to it. I didn't even realize that we never posted that. Yep, we never posted it. And I still remember it to this day because I was, I'm still, like, in, interested in nightcrawlers i think they're really fucking weird i want to know what they are there's just no information on them so unless we decide to go hunt them ourselves we're not gonna get anything else which i would be down to go hunt them just just fyi if you want to go what you want to start hunting them. cryptids for sport yes not for sport i don't want to kill them i just want to ask some questions <laughs> what if they don't speak english um google Translate. i don't even think the nightcrawlers have a mouth they they don't i don't think they talk i just want to get information i just want to talk i i want to try at the very least are they going to communicate back to me probably not but at the very least i tried and i could say that i tried this is the person that's in charge of our news everybody you're welcome sitting down in a dark red room talking about how she wants to hunt cryptids surrounded by monster high dolls Oh my god. Discovery Channel, please give us a show. I swear to god, I'm not crazy. There's a lot the of paranormal producer. Gross. Don't ever say that again. No, that's your nickname. Paranormal producer. I really don't like it. <laughs> that's what I... You know, you guys, we're rebranding this podcast. It is now called the Paranormal Producer. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> It doesn't even count because I feel like in terms of this podcast, you're like the paranormal person. I'm like the here are people, real life people who did fucked up shit. And I'm going All to tell right. you about them. Speaking of that fucked up shit, Speaking what are of we that talking about today? All right. I already texted you about this mainly to ask you if you even knew what the fuck we were going to be talking about. Cause and I still don't understand. No idea. Um, we are going to be talking about the cult mom. Oh, that's what she's um, really called. I thought that you were trying to speak in a euphemism. No, so I she's actually. What the episode was. Nope, she's been dubbed the cult mom. 
uh, I don't know if it was recently or when everything first came out, but it is a kind of a recent story. Um, there's some details that I'm going to be leaving out specifically because they're very gruesome and involve children, and I don't really feel like we should be talking about that, and you don't need to know that. If you first, Didn't we whatever, do an entire reason. episode on child murders? Yeah, but I didn't tell you how they were, like, killed. Like, these... There's reasons why I'm leaving the details of how these specific kids, like, were killed, kind of. I'm scared. I didn't tell you details how, like, their bodies were fucking found. That's the details I'm going to be leaving out because they're just, it's really gruesome. I can tell you, but just make sure you cut it out because um, I think some people would not be happy with knowing that. But I did, I did some deep research and I found out because I like knowing all the gruesome details. Not for any other reason other than just to know. Because I'm a teacher. Anyway. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready for the story. I'm closing the blind so it's dark and spooky. Okay. So I'm assuming this is true crime episode today, everybody. We are in a true crime episode. As I said, why it handles paranormal stuff. I handle the uh, really fucked up real life people. So the things that we know are unfortunately real. All right. All right. I'm ready. Are you ready? Hi guys, Future Wyatt here. I'm just coming in to say that everything said from this point on is alleged. Um, We have no evidence ourselves. If you want um, to make your own opinion about the case, feel free to uh, check your sources, um, search the names. Um, But again, everything from here on out is just hearsay uh, and for entertainment purposes only. Um, Please don't sue us. We're just a podcast. All right, so our story begins with Lori Vallow. So she, I don't know how to, like, describe her without, like, like, putting in my own personal biases on this woman, because I already have them. Um, But she reminds me of, like, an almond mom. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, she's like an almond mom. For those who don't know what that is, they're basically mothers who are responsible for their children's eating disorders when they get older. Oh, um, I thought we—I thought they were the ones that bottled all the almond water. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, it could be that too. Yeah, we dub that too. No, an actual real-life almond mom is a mother who essentially—it's kind of—they've been dubbed more recently. Um, you can see memes and stuff all over TikTok and Instagram. But Norman Mom is basically a mother who's very aware of herself, but like also her children in a way that's uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Controlling? Farming? Kind of controlling. Yeah, kind of controlling. But what they basically do is they're obsessed with being skinny. They're obsessed with being perfect. And therefore, they push that onto their children. Their kids often grow up in homes with, like, not any actual food because their mom doesn't feed them and makes them feel like food is the enemy. And that's how they develop eating disorders. Anyway, she gives me those vibes. Just to show you background how she is especially if you look at her there will be a post with a photo of her along with other photos from this case that you can look at on our instagram page whenever this episode is uploaded um so Lori had two children her children were um oh god where'd my notes go give me one second they fell off the earth here you go 
So Lori Vallow had two children. She had a seven-year-old named J.J. Vallow and then a 16-year-old named Tylee Ryan Vallow. And she had her current husband. So it was a whole, like, happy family in the beginning. Mom, dad, brother, sister, the whole works. She, for whatever reason, started to read these books by a man named Chad Daybell. So Chad Daybell was a member of the Church Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. If you don't know what that is, it's basically the Mormon church. Um, and he featured his own beliefs in these books along with some Mormon like uh, pieces as well. So they weren't totally like Mormon. They featured his own beliefs as well as some like little things stolen from the Mormon beliefs. It was a whole mess. Like he was creating his own religion basically through these books. Um, he was also a part of a prepper group do you know what that is no okay so a prepper group are basically the people who prepare for the end of days they're doomsday preppers oh yeah so he believed that an apocalypse was coming and that and he also was like writing in these books saying that he had several past lives and he would describe these past lives and like what he remembers from those past lives but then he also talked about how he could converse with angels supposedly more troubling and i'm pretty sure this is a part that you're gonna absolutely hate just because of what it involves his main belief was that people on earth are not who they are said to be and that they're actually zombies whose bodies had been uninhabited and taken over by evil spirits what that was his belief that was like his whole belief system in his books was that so like everyone everyone's a zombie everybody yes which means yes, also him. So why should we listen to him? Exactly. That's what I was fucking thinking. Anyway, everyone's a zombie, except for him, I guess. Everyone's a zombie. They're all being inhabited by evil spirits. And he claims that the only way to release them is to kill their physical form. So if somebody is a zombie, as he dubbed, then they would have to die. <laughs> and their soul would go to heaven which by the way this is a very like convoluted belief to begin with but it also doesn't make sense because he claimed that their bodies had no souls so then what it doesn't make any sense to kill them and send their soul to heaven if their body had no soul to begin with that was his whole belief mm-hmm. you see where it already doesn't make any sense well this is an episode about occults, I'm assuming. So, um, yeah, I don't think it was going to make sense to begin with. No, but there's somewhere they're like, oh, well, there's this. Oh, well, there's this. There's no, like, backing to this. There's a reason why he didn't really have a cult. It was just a guy writing a bunch of fucked up books. That's all he was. He was beginning his own cult, I would say. But he never really had many believers because he was just... Speaking to the mic. The ground. Can you hear me now? Hello. That's way too close, bitch. You Can need you to get now? off the break. <laughs> Is this okay? Wait, should I adjust it? How about now? Keep talking. Hello? Hello? Okay, you're fine. Okay. So, oh, I also forgot to mention that before this guy decided to become a best-selling fucking author, I guess... I want you to take a guess at what his former job was. Mm, insurance salesman. No. A frack cook. No. 
uh, a history. Oh my god, was he a news anchor? No, that wasn't <laughs> fucking hilarious. Though. <laughs> no, he was not. Okay, I give up. What was it? He was a grave digger. So just keep that in the back of your mind. So grave digger turned author slash crazy person. Who, who would have guessed? But anyway, Lori Vallow connected with this cultist, Chad Daybell, after reading several of his books. And she actually began recording religious podcasts claiming that she was a supernatural being who had been chosen by God to lead the 144,000 chosen ones into the millennium. Um, so she's the paranormal podcast producer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I totally forgot about the podcast aspect of this whole thing. And, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of an inception. We're a podcast talking about a religious podcast. Huh? Look at us go. I, I don't like this. Okay. So she said that <laughs> she was a supernatural being chosen by God to lead people and she decided to do this through a podcast i guess so yeah and did she always believe that she was this being did did she or did she just connected with uh chad daybell and she connected with chad daybell suddenly she was a supernatural being and the chosen one i guess what was what was what was their relationship were they doing the hanky panky we're gonna get there so she's obsessed with this podcast or she's obsessed with making this podcast she's obsessed with the book she's obsessed with the guy like holy shit um her current husband though because remember she is married she's like a married woman has her whole family her husband starts getting concerned because he starts she starts referring to like him as a zombie like that he has issues he needs to be like saved kind of way you know what i mean so she starts referring to him as a zombie then she starts referring to her own daughter her 16 year old daughter as a zombie tylee um and while this was all happening her husband actually went to the police several times to talk about the threats she was making to murder him um and her different times were like she would take the kids away like leave the house and he couldn't get back in contact with any of them um and the whole time he's been like calling police police haven't been doing anything like they're just you know like normal they're just kind of like oh he's just a crazy mom like what do you expect anyway there's body cam footage of when he's talking to the police officer and he's basically describing to the police officer hey my wife is like losing her mind um she calls me a zombie (laughs) she talks about murdering me like hurting me and at one point this is the one thing that tripped me off about it from what i remember he tells the cop that she's threatening to hurt to murder him and the cop asks well like what is she saying and he tells him that she's threatening she she doesn't say he doesn't say that she's threatening to kill him and because of whatever she said the cop just disregards it and he's just like oh well then you know that's not really a threat like i can't remember exactly what he said that she said but the cop totally disregarded it. Was just like, that's not really a threat, technically. Like, she's threatening harm, but not threatening to kill you. So, it's not the same. Domestic so, abuse is domestic abuse. Yeah, no matter what. But again, cops completely disregarded it, and this is <laughs> this is what happened. Well, on July 11th in 2019, 
the dad went to go pick up the kids from school. Lori's brother was at the house and claimed that he got violent with Lori. And because he got violent, he shot him in self-defense and he died. I'm sorry. Who came to the house and got violent? The husband. So her brother, her brother's name is Alex Cox. Her brother claims that her husband came to the house, got violent, and so her brother shot him in, quote, self-defense and killed him. But obviously that's not what really happened, now was it? According to police, yeah, because nothing ever happened to him or Lori. In fact, Lori actually appeared normal when cops were talking to her from the body cam footage. She was, like, smiling, kind of, like, not really cracking jokes, but just, like, making, like, weird side comments. Like, it was just a weird occurrence that happened. Um, And then she even threw a pool party later that day at the same house where her husband was just killed. That, it it takes some (laughs) next level crazy bitch. Yeah, no, so. to, To just turn, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn that shit off right away. And so her husband's now dead. <laughs> she throws a pool party just hours after he was just shot and killed in her house. Um, and then she actually was even like noted by neighbors and friends and whatnot that she told them that he had actually killed himself. So not that her brother shot him in self-defense. She started spewing a story to her friends and neighbors that he he took his own life. For whatever reason. Uh huh. She killed him. I know she killed him. I know she did it. It was her. Remember, she was claiming that he was a zombie, and he, you mm-hmm. know, what did what did Chad Davell say? What you had to do with zombies? You had to kill them to release their soul to heaven, even though they don't have a soul. Supposedly. Okay. So that's where we're at now. We're going to jump a little bit further. It's now September of 2019, that same year. And by this point, Lori had actually, like, gotten closer with Chad. Chad Daybell. We're going to go back to him. He was married, too. So he wasn't, he also was not single. He was married. His wife suddenly dies in her sleep. (sighs) Like, shortly after her husband was shot and killed. Why don't people just file for divorce? Why do you go for murdering your partner? Just get a divorce! Bro, right? Jesus Christ. Okay, anyway. She dies mysteriously in her sleep? Yeah, so she dies mysteriously in her sleep. So, in September, Lori moves her whole family to... Chad Daybell's estate area, like close to him. Not they're not really living on his estate property or whatever, but they're living close to it in mm-hmm. Idaho. Ew. Um, yeah, gross. Why would you want to move there? <laughs> no offense to our Idahoan listeners. There's really nothing there. Like there's they just got nothing potatoes. There. They got potatoes though. I like potatoes. Anyway, um, so Lori comes to Idaho with her two children, and things seem pretty okay. Her brother actually comes along, too. On September 9th, for whatever reason, Alex goes to, this is the brother, Alex, he goes to Chad Daybell's home for two hours after taking the kids to a national park. 
He then texts back to, he then texts, I think, Lori, saying, I've had an interesting morning. I spotted a big raccoon along the fence, hurried and got my gun. One shot did the trick, and he is now in our pet cemetery. Fun times. So they have a pet cemetery on this farm area. Um, it's not really like a farm. It's just kind of a big lot of land that the guy just kind of has. I mean, he is a grave digger, so mm-hmm. sus, but he just has a big pot of land in Idaho. There's really no other mention of why this text was relevant, but I, f- I feel like it's relevant as we get more into our story. Okay. So on September 22nd, Alex is seen carrying the sleeping seven-year-old JJ by Lori's associates who were recording a religious podcast with Chad. So they're all recording this religious podcast and they all saw her brother carry the sleeping child. Okay. One associate went on to say that Lori says that he was being a zombie and climbed up on top of the fridge, smashed her picture of Christ down, and then climbed up onto the upper cabinets and got between the top of the cabinet and the ceiling. And that's why he was watching her son. Because she just couldn't deal with him being a zombie. Okay, so is being a zombie a permanent thing? Or is it just like when you don't like somebody, you call them a zombie? It kind of seems like if you don't like somebody, you call them a zombie. That's what kind of she's been going with. Like... If somebody doesn't agree with her or somebody, you know, disrespects her in any way, they're a zombie and they're, you know, they need to be eradicated because they're not human. Uh, Okay. I mean, I hate zombies, so I see the appeal of using this as an insult. Um, However, bitch be crazy. Nobody has seen the 16-year-old girl either. So that one, that last time that they saw her brother carrying her son that was the last time they saw him and then a couple weeks later they realized hey wait a minute we haven't even seen like the teenager in a minute either okay and their grandmother had been trying to contact them for several weeks close to the time when people started noticing that they were going missing Lori and chad actually ran off to hawaii to elope both their ex-spouses dead and their children nowhere to be seen they're having a great time in Hawaii. When did her brother become indoctrinated? There's no, like, really info on her brother. He was just one day like, yeah, I'm up for murdering my nieces and nephews and my brother-in-law. Okay, Seems sounds like good. It, but here's, here's the thing, though. He died on December 12th of 2019. How did he? Okay, we'll get there, I'm assuming. We'll get there. No, we actually won't. So he was found by his stepson vomiting, and then he was pronounced dead. They really have no fucking idea how he died. It just seemed to be like a freak accident type of thing where he just he just died. Something tells me that there's no freak accidents with these people. I don't think so either. because And neither did the police. Because if you remember, I told you that Chad Daybell's <laughs> wife at the time before Lori, she died too, remember? Mm-hmm. And they pronounced her dead by natural causes because she died in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, uh, shortly after Alex died, they resumed her body and opened up another case to, you know, look at her body and see if she really did die from natural causes. Why wouldn't they just run a fucking autopsy on her the first time? They did. And it seemed like it was natural causes, but they might have missed something. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm tired of the incompetence of our law enforcement. It's so bad. It's so. I was reading through this and I'm like, guys, if you guys just like trusted people a little bit, I don't think most of this would have happened. Low key. It's been months now since like September since anybody has seen her kids. Um, she claims that JJ went off to college, even though she's only like 16, which is, I mean, I guess she could get in early, but to send your kid off at 16, most people are sending their kids away to college at like 18-ish. You're already like an 18-year-old when you get sent off. So she's still a minor (laughs) and her Mm -hmm. mom's saying that she's been sent to college. As for the son... She supposedly asked um, a friend to, quote, pick up her phone and take a random picture of kids running around and try to make it look like it was JJ and that she wanted to send this to the police and claim that her friend was watching her son while she was in Hawaii and shit. Okay, couldn't the police check to see if the daughter actually was enrolled in a university? They did, and then they checked that and they found that the daughter wasn't. But this was about the son. So now the son, they, okay, okay. So she's asking a friend. A friend to take a picture of some random children and make it look like it's her kid. But Mm -hmm. her friend knows that her child is dead? No, her friend doesn't know anything. She just knows like her friend reached out to her and was like, hey, can you just say you're watching my kids? Or kid, because he said that JJ, the son, was being watched by her friend and that the daughter was off in college. Okay. And of course, the friend came out and was like, I'm not watching her kid. I don't know where the fuck her kid is. And then police checked um, college records and found that, no, her daughter is not enrolled in any college, so both those leads just died immediately because it's like, okay, now your kids are not where you say they are. Where are they? Dad. (laughs) All right. By January of 2020, authorities are now demanding that she shows her children. Um, That's the video that I have for you right now because it is very creepy how... She acts. So they actually go to Hawaii, where she is, because she just keeps taking trips to fucking Hawaii while her kids are missing and, you know, both their spouses are dead. And they go to Hawaii to tell her, like, you need to show us your kids, show them, like, basically proof of life that they're fine or you're going to be arrested. And this is the video where they present her with the document saying that. You only need to watch, like, half of it because then it just repeats, by the way. Okay. And just take note of her demeanor, because it's very freaky. Especially towards the end. Alright, I'm watching a video that Ellie House sent me from a YouTube channel called Law and Crime Network. Um, it's called Body Cam Cops Confront Chad and Lori Daybell in Hawaii Poolside About Missing Kids. That was fast, they found them. Oh, they're just chilling, tanning by the pool. She got handed a piece of paper and she's reading it, asking her a question. She's not saying anything. Um, she's still not speaking. They're just kind of sitting there. All the cops stand over them. She's still not speaking. This is just weird. She's just reading it very calmly. 
Um, she just gave the cops some attitude saying, well, do you need something from me? And I said, well, do you have any questions? And she's just shaking her head like a little fucking Karen saying no. All right. And they're just leaving. All right. Yep. But did you just the way her two kids are missing? These are her children. Her two kids are missing. Police come to tell her, okay, you need to tell us where your kids are. We're going to arrest you. And she's so dismissive about it. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. So there's definitely it was sus. Also, that man is that the is that the man the, yeah, the author and grave digger? Yeah. He he just looks like a Chad. Wait, is his name Chad? His name is Chad. <laughs> Why is it Chad? His name is Chad. <laughs> okay. I just keep referring to him as Davo. Um. Okay. So after that, um, microphone. Oh, is this better? Yes. Okay. They keep taking trips to Hawaii, and eventually, at one point, the time runs out for them to produce their children, and she gets arrested. He's not arrested, but she gets arrested and taken to jail. While in jail, on June 9th, she made a, a call to um, from jail to Chad, and it sounded very weird. She was like, hey, babe. <laughs> Like she wasn't even calling from jail or anything. And you can tell that he's very, like, um, I don't want to say guilty, but you can tell, like, he's realizing that every all of their plans, whatever plans they fucking had, have just come to an end. He is totally, like, caught red-handed. They can't do anything because he goes in to tell her that they're searching his property. And... She was like, oh, well, are they searching inside the home? And he's like, no, they're searching the property. So the fields and grounds that he owns in Idaho, they're searching that. While they were searching, they found the bodies of the seven-year-old and the 16-year-old. And they were buried in the pet cemetery. So where that raccoon was buried. Oh my God, it wasn't a raccoon. It was a code. Maybe. That's what some people are conspiracy theory. I haven't found any court documents that say that, like, the jury or, like, official people think that's what it was being talked about. Um, But that's what I thought when I first read it. I was like, holy shit, I think he was referring to the seven-year-old boy. Or maybe the girl. I think it was probably... So, here's the thing. The seven-year-old boy, he was likely killed from suffocation. Mm -hmm. The 16-year-old girl, they don't know how she was killed. They just know that it was a for sure homicide because of how her body was found. Well, yeah, it's homicide. Her parents were fucking covering up, or I guess just her mother, was covering up where she was for months. I don't know. where She's at college. She's 16 years old in college. I'm in Hawaii. Leave me alone. That's exactly what she was doing. (sighs) Okay, yeah, and so they discover the bodies of these children that had a psychotic fucking mother. Um, okay. So they find their two bodies, um, and shortly after they find that, they find them, and then shortly after the call that he had with her, they arrest him. That's when they bring on the charges, saying that he potentially murdered his wife so that he could be with Lori. How long did they get away with this shit for? Just about like a year and a half. Almost two, maybe. Because this all started, like the children disappearing, that started in September 2019. 
Okay. And then she was arrested. Um, that's a good question. When was she arrested? Because I know when they had the nine. She was already in custody by June of twenty twenty. Okay. So this all happened like within a year, but they kept leading them in circles. Ah, okay. She was arrested in February, so shortly after her Hawaii trip. Is it is this the complete story? Is that all we have on? That's the complete story. However, as of this week, um, she was found guilty of murdering her two children and like because technically she they don't believe she actually like murdered them herself physically, um, but she was like the mind in getting them killed and then you know trying to cover it up. And her brother is dead. And her brother is dead. The wife of the Chad Daybell is dead. And her two kids are dead. So this, their whole relationship caused four deaths, basically. Or no, five, technically. Because you have her brother. You have her husband. You have his husband. His wife, sorry. And then you have her two kids. So five people died because of their relationship. Because the bitch liked a book. Yeah. She just really liked his fucking book. So I believe he is actually still on trial right now um, because they're trying to build a case for him murdering his wife. They just don't have a lot of evidence for it. But he was charged with um, conspiracy to commit the murder. So who committed the murders? It seems like neither of them committed the murders. Who did it? The brother? They think it was her and her brother from everything that I've read. But she probably was the one to do it. They just can't really clear the brother's name because, you know, he's already dead. So in terms of people alive who did it, she did it. So she killed her kids um, because she believed that they were zombies. No, uh, I think she used that as a scapegoat. I think she did, too. she, uh, She killed them because she really liked a book. Yeah, that's literally like the whole like process. She's pretending that she liked a book. She really liked a book that this crazy guy wrote. Mm-hmm. And she, they also claimed that apparently they were married in their past lives. Sure, Jan. That's why they had to be married in this life, I guess. Again, I say divorce, not murder. One's, one's a lot easier and legal. I mean, I don't think divorce is really easy. Do you think... That murdering someone and money. having to go to trial and going to prison no. is easier than No, I'm just documents. saying divorce ain't easy either. It's easier than murder. You know what? I will say murder is probably cheaper and that's why they probably did it. Oh my god. Divorce costs a shit ton of money and I feel like money could have been a slight motive here. <sighs> I don't know. She moved to Idaho. Did the man have money? Huh? Did they? Did he have money? No, not really. I mean, he sold his books and shit, but it didn't seem like he was a super wealthy dude. Who is buying the books? That's what Uh, I want to know. Her, apparently. (laughs) Who was listening to this podcast? The religious podcast. Yes. I don't know, but it wasn't us. And hopefully not anybody who's listening to our podcast right now. Don't listen to that shit. 
if somebody promises you eternal well-being and like everything you could have ever hoped for no no matter who they are (laughs) it's an instant no and not just because it could potentially be a cult being a cult is just one of those things that could be okay well this story was sad um but also it just made me angry as most of your true crime stories do they make me angry you're welcome welcome. yeah really fucked up so yeah this woman is fucking crazy and again like i said she just recently made headlines i don't know when this episode is going to be uploaded but she made headlines uh the week of may 12th because that's when they finally found her guilty because it's been like what four years now since it all happened yes absolutely finally she's putting she's being put away is she gonna have the death penalty um i don't know i think it depends on the state that she's tried in because technically Hawaii she's from or Idaho? she's well, she, she's from arizona actually <laughs> glendale <laughs> oh god i forgot to mention that part that it kind of started in arizona <laughs> absolutely not i hate this place so i think because the murders happened in idaho it would be in idaho and i do not know if idaho has the death penalty um we can look that up though do you all want to look up yes sick and they have um a firing squad as a form of a death penalty and she still like says that she's not guilty does she still think that she is a supernatural being sent by god Probably. Um, so just because she's been found guilty doesn't mean that the trial is exactly over yet. So at the time of this recording, there's still some things that have yet to come out yet. So you're going to have to check the news, but her sentencing has yet to happen. Ow. I don't know when it's going to happen, but she's still yet to be sentenced. So she could get the death penalty, maybe. I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out for this. Yeah. I didn't even know about this because in 2019, I was at school and I was in college. I wasn't aware of anything happening in the world. So when I found out about this shit like two weeks ago, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I've never heard about this at all. Mm-mm. But it's absolutely insane. Um, don't read books by cultists. Um, and if you have an almond mom, I'm so sorry. Can we get that on the t-shirt? If you have an almond mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. Don't read books by cultists. And if you have an almond mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> Full quote. <laughs> that is a good merch idea. But yeah, um, in all seriousness, though, this is a really fucked up story. And in the end, two children were unfortunately killed by their, their mother. And... And they had their father taken away from them, who actually loved them and wanted to take care of them. Yeah. By their uncle. Yeah, by their uncle. So. I'm over this woman. I don't want to give her any more (laughs) airtime. Honestly, fair enough. I just felt like this was an interesting story to talk about because it's really fucked up. Uh, Don't follow cultists. We might do an episode in the future about cults as a whole and why, what they do. I've been putting together different cults that i've heard about um, i want to do an episode on the yellow deli but i am not organized enough to 
put one together because this is an international level cult. Oh god. With multiple um, businesses that are covering them up behind their nonprofit status and they are just funneling in money and committing atrocities. Also bestiality. Oh. That was a bonus I didn't want. All right. Well, I'm handing over the Yellow Deli cult conspiracy over to you cuz that's oh, true god. crime. That is your oh, world. God. Also I need you to look have into that. It's it's a very big, big, big story, and I don't think I can handle it. I just need my little poltergeists and possessed objects. I could probably handle it if I give it some time. So possibly talking about that cult in the future of this new season, maybe. But for now, this was the cult mom, who you've probably seen in recent headlines, and you'll probably see in a few more headlines this year if they decide to sentence her. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess that's it, y'all. That was this episode. We lost our sponsorships because we were gone for so long. So if you want to support us, there's a link in the description of this episode saying support this podcast. Um, You can sign up for monthly donations. If you don't want to do monthly donations, you can do it once and then cancel it. And that will be great for us. Thank you so much. We would appreciate it. Um, yeah, because this podcast still was costing me money when we weren't producing it because I still had to pay for all of the things for this podcast. So why don't you help a boy out? Help, help homie out. We're doing our best out here. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Don't forget to check your closet. <laughs>